welcome back, Haley, once again. It has been a while. Um, hopefully, you've been well. Um, I haven't done the podcast for a little while. Done a couple of episodes here and there. Um, we'll talk about the gigs that you've been going to or not. Maybe you've missed one or two uh, in a moment. But there's a question that I've been dying to ask you. Have you watched Turning Red on Disney Plus? No, I haven't yet. I've I've seen it advertised. Um, I take it you recommend it. Well, I recommend it. And this this is the thing. Part of the thing that people talk about with that film is all the stuff about periods and, you know, growing up and stuff. But it's set in 2002, and there's quite an interesting um, representation of boy band fandom. And to be honest, I was watching it, and I was like, Haley's either going to think, you know, they've overdone this, or this is, this is exactly what it's like being a fan of a boy band in in the early 2000s um that was no one's really talking about that aspect of it and i just wondered what you thought of it I'd, I'd definitely check it out so what um what gigs have you been to Haley? um i have been to see ava max um carly ray jepson and lady gaga Plus various tributes. I like going to see tribute bands. So, yeah, a lot. Quite a lot of things. Yeah. And those tribute bands, are they are they more modern or are they a little bit further back? Um, so I've seen Taylor Swift tribute, Katy Perry tribute and Michael Jackson tribute. And were they separate shows or were they like one, one show? Um, basically... Um, They've been on it like fest- festivals and things where it's been like a um, tribute festival over the weekend. So that there've been there's been lots of different tribute acts on the bill kind of thing, and um, they've been the ones from there. Um, and also, um, I've got scheduled to see other tributes for Michael Jackson. So that's another thing that I like doing going to see Michael Jackson tributes. So I I guess with people like. Katy Perry when you're trying to replicate that you're predominantly trying to replicate the voice I would imagine as well as a percentage of the stage show because those stage shows are so big you couldn't possibly do that as a tribute exactly um I mean to be fair they do they do it um as best they can they put on a great show it's a really good but the atmosphere as well and the crowd always seem to enjoy it and love it it's good to see and it's just fun um, and it's just it's nice hearing the songs and seeing the um, actual performer and enjoy replicate the artists as well. Yeah, I I always like how those acts you know they always look like they're enjoying it as you say and they put their own spin on it. Uh, to do a Michael Jackson obviously takes a lot more. There's a lot more kind of dancing involved. Um, at a festival though, which is normally like on the back of a truck or something, isn't it? Yeah. It must be yeah. much harder to do that. Yeah, I mean, one of them I went to, it was really good. It was in, like, it's set in a big top. And I just thought it was really cool the way they got this, it set up. And um, it was the first year they've done it. And, I mean, hopefully it'll come back next year because, I mean, like, from the vibes I got, the audience seemed to love it, the crowd that liked it, as I said. Um, but it was a really good atmosphere. It was over a period of three days. Um, 
I went um I went two days at the three and the two days I went it was it was really good so see the thing that annoys me about those kind of festivals though is that they have the name of the band or the or the artist and then they have the name of the tribute in small letters underneath um yeah. which if it wasn't a, a bunch of acts in some cases, because th- those things, they have a lot of newer stuff, but there's also tributes to a lot of bands who are no longer running. So you look at the poster and you see like Queen and Oasis, you know, and, and you know that that Queen is going to have a, a Freddie Mercury in it, for example. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, not, it's not quite as misleading as if it was just like Taylor Swift Katy Perry, yeah. but I guess if it's in a smaller location, you would wonder. I I know a few years ago, um, well over twenty years now, I went to um I was on holiday in Somerset, and I went to this night on the campsite that we were on, and it was it said Westlife, and I still think my relative who I went with, we we convinced him. It was the real deal, right? Um, and it was this tribute act, I assume. I still don't know. They might have been called like West Side or something yeah. like that. But it just said Westlife. Um, they were very good. I mean, obviously, I've never seen Westlife live, so I, I have nothing to compare it to. Um, but that seemed odd to me at the time. And, and since, I guess, that a band that was so current had a tribute act. Because you do associate it. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. Like the, the modern ones, more, you know, it's, but I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing, but you think more of the more um, older artists, just like at that festival I went to, there was an Elvis tribute, which obviously you'd, you'd understand it, wouldn't you, more so like Elvis, for example. Yeah. And I think when they have a long, I mean, to take Elvis as an example, and he is relevant to this podcast because he did have a number one in the 2000s, after all. Um, he had so many different eras that when you have different Elvis tributes, they kind of focus on very specific times, unless it's like a massive stage show. I mean, the, the, the thing is a lot of those things are almost like the old package tours that you used to get and you still get them. Like you get, um, like package tours of of like boy band and girl bands from the two thousands. For some reason, my Facebook keeps recommending these posts of of like uh, concerts that are going on that have got like A one nine one one Bewitched, you know, all the S Club, all on the same bill. Um, it's very it's a very popular thing. I think yeah, it's great and. Um, also, when they do the weekends at, at the um, holiday parks, um, we were saying um, earlier, and like with Butlins and, and things like that, when, when they put when they have them all on there, I think I think that's great as well. It is great, but it's not good if you live locally, um, because obviously you can't get a ticket to go in and watch it. You kind of have to. I, I spoke to someone about this once. And they actually had to pay for accommodation, even though they lived up the road, in order to go in, which I kind of understand. I, I've had a little bit of experience with this because I'm going to a private event there later this year. And I had a chat with them about this. And they said that one of the reasons that they do it like that is so they know how many people have attended 
on the thing and it's you know it's it's obviously something that they do they want to know who's going to that event and it just so happens that that comes with uh with the accommodation because many people would come from yeah. from elsewhere so therefore it com- comes as a package over the, the um three days or whatever it is so well yeah because some of those acts will do um concerts or or shows in local theatres as well um depending on who they are although they tend to be the arenas like around here it's brighton i think is the nearest usually get like brighton or portsmouth uh is where people go and then um we have a holiday park here in bognor regis wink 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 um and a lot of acts go there but you have the same problem that we were we would describe it's it's sort of two different audiences i guess is this an interesting conversation i think it is um because we go i I think sometimes people see tribute bands as a lesser thing and sometimes it kind of looks like a slight cheapening when you see a lot of those pop acts on the same bill but you think Back in the 90s or early 2000s, if you found out that a bunch of these acts were all on the same bill and it was the same price as the cost of seeing one band, (laughs) then you would go, wouldn't you? I mean, there are some exceptions. I don't remember ever seeing someone like Boyzone, for example, on on one of those um, multi-tours. It tends to be a very specific type of act. Um, I mean, another thing that I also been to recently is um swift again which is um a club night dedicated to taylor swift where, where they just play taylor swift all night and that's that's great it really is now allow me to um say the words of half of my audience are there enough taylor swift tracks to cover there is actually <laughs> yeah. yeah it normally starts at like 10 or 11 o'clock and it finishes at 3 a.m normally wow and is there any repetition in that Maybe a couple, to be fair, but the crowd don't seem to mind. So if if they play in more than once, but more often than not, no. Like I said, a couple like fan favourites they repeat, but most of the time it's solid throughout. So I was going to ask you how many times they played "Shake It Off" because I reckon that's the that's the favourite because it's the one of the very few Taylor Swift songs that's got a bit of, uh, as some people might term it, a bit of go to it. Yeah, they do play. I wouldn't say they play it repetitively, though, but they do play it. Yeah, definitely. So, and I knew you were trouble as well. That's number. And of course, we're never getting back together. Never ever getting back together. So, yeah. <laughs> well, there are those, and obviously, you have two versions to choose from, plus live versions. So, yeah, I can I can see that because she's quite prolific. Um, I I am looking forward to the time when she starts to release new new music rather than these taylor's versions they're they're not bad um they're doing the job because you know as a songwriter it is important that she uh maintains some control over uh the work that she puts out um do, do you know if they do other nights like that because normally it's like era specific yeah isn't it? you're right um i mean i've never seen it because of, i mean I I think um, I mean there could be a scope for like other like artists and that you know you, you could do like nights dedicated to artists. You'd think that'd be more it'd be more of a bigger thing, but I've I've never seen it. No, um, it is normally era centric. So have you got any gigs coming up, Haley? 
Um, I'm seeing a Michael Jackson tribute this weekend, actually, this coming weekend, another one at the end of the month. Then in September, I've got another Michael Jackson tribute, and I've also um, got McFly and A1. McFly, that will be a, a great show. Um, very much guitar-led. It was always McFly and, and, and uh, Busted. To, to be honest, I thought McFly were better, slightly more credible, I guess, but I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> um, that, that's a lot of Michael Jackson tribute acts. Yeah, I really do like them, and there's lots of different ones. Um, my partner and I just love going to see them, and because um, I never got to see the real Michael Jackson. My partner did when he was younger, a lucky thing, <laughs> but I never did, and it, it's it's something that we enjoy doing together. So, And then I've got um, Butlins in October that my partner I go to and he's never been to Butlins before so that'll be a nice experience for him but he, it, and that, that's a back to the noughties weekend so lots of noughties artists A1, Cascada, Atomic Kitten yeah really looking forward to that one and do you do you get bored no, of seeing the, these acts tight like time it, and yeah. time again I, I just really enjoy it and it's fun and and it's making memories as well, you know, happy memories, good memories. I mean, that's exciting, especially for your partner to go and see these things for the for the first time. And I guess you can kind of be his guiding hand because I'm sure you've probably seen at least 60% of the people on the bill. Yeah. Um, and you're able to, but you're able to discover new acts at the same time i've i've had that experience exactly, when you yeah. go to a festival or something and you think i know a couple of bands on this bill but then the other half surprised me but at like butlin it's not just about the artists it's about the experience of being there like because um they put other entertainment um on while you're there and it's it's in that side of it as well and getting to enjoy that that side of things as well i know that their weekenders are very popular because they do all kinds of them you know 70s 80s 90s i do hope that you enjoy that uh that would be very good for you to go and see all those things and your partner to experience them for the first time um that's it's exciting yeah i mean hopefully um we'll uh, we'll have a, a podcast we can talk about it um either I can give you an update before, like of, of some of them, and then or afterwards. And um, yeah, of course, I'd, I'd, it'd be nice to uh, let you know how we get on. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward um, to Butlins, especially for my partner's experience. It, it'd be nice. So. Well, I do hope that you enjoy it, and I will call it there. But thank you so much. Come back again, and we'll talk about what happened um at the butlins back to the noughties weekend thank you very much thanks jamie bye